The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Catch mysteries, comprehend mysteries that will make all the difference this day, this week, this season of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Please be seated in God's pres um, presence. I need you on the keyboard. Just keep playing for me. And you can flow from there. Is that okay? Play that first, then flow from there. Isaiah 59, 21. Talabafi away. Taloleba odoba. Olon to Let me hear somebody shout, there is more. Hallelujah. There are more miracles to be experienced. There are more breakthroughs to be experienced. There are more blessings to be experienced. God has called us to a covenant of experiencing more and more. Hallelujah. There is more mercy that you can get from God. Somebody said, I have messed up so bad. I've done something I shouldn't have done. I can't even forgive myself. Well, God can forgive you. Hallelujah. There is more mercy with God for you. Regardless of what you have done. And you can receive that mercy from God today. There's more favor from God. Hallelujah. I prophesy over somebody again this week. God will open amazing doors for you in the name of Jesus. Get ready to enjoy what you don't qualify for. Can I hear a louder amen? Hallelujah. There is more healing with God. Somebody said, our pastor, I've had this condition since I've been born. And that's a long time to have been sick, particularly if you're an adult. But I came with good news for you this morning. There is more healing for you with God than that sickness. I know that has been a long time. But the power of God and the healing God has for you today. Somebody shout today. And in this season of your life, is far greater than the torments that that sickness has brought in your life. Hallelujah. There is always more for us to experience with God. And we need to want it. I told you, was it last Sunday or Sundays ago? The next level is in more. It's in you experiencing Oh, God just gave you your biggest breakthrough and you should celebrate that and enjoy that. God just opened the biggest door. Hallelujah for you. But when you come to the place where I want the next level, you now need to position yourself to experience the more that God has for you. Hallelujah. And in all the teachings we've been doing on this next level, I've been sharing a lot of mysteries with us of spiritual truths. We've come to this point now, and I hope somebody has caught it, somebody has taken it for themselves and began to run with it. 
that you need to fill your mouth with the word of God or the sound of God or the sound of heaven and begin to speak it as often as you can. Isaiah 59, 21, As for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them. So he's beginning to announce to us or about to announce to us a vital part of our covenant with him. We know about the blood of Jesus and we know about the body of Jesus. That is his covenant with us. But look at this dimension of it. And Jesus validated this covenant. I'm going to show you that again in John chapter 7. But look at what God is telling us here. My spirit which is upon you and under the old covenant that was the only kind of experience or expression they could, exp they could have with the Holy Ghost. Here under the New Testament and in 2022 we have a better experience. Not only can we experience the Holy Ghost upon us which we should we also have the Holy Ghost within us. Upon speaks of when the Spirit of God empowers you to do something. And that's how they operated under the Old Testament. The Spirit of God will come upon Moses and he will do miracles. The Spirit of God will come upon um, David and they will do miracles. But he could not stay with them permanently. You and I, in the New Testament, the Spirit now dwells with us permanently. I don't need to be in church to do what God is saying here. I don't need somebody to stir up the atmosphere, sing a song, play keyboard. I don't need a pastor to come and come and shake the atmosphere. No. Every Israelite in those days, they needed a Moses, they needed a David, they needed a Samuel for things to happen. God has upgraded the covenant. Can I hear a loud amen? With the introduction of Jesus, 1 John 2.20, the Bible tells us that we have the anointing within us and he abides in us forever. And you don't need any man to teach you. Now that doesn't mean you don't need pastors. That doesn't mean you don't need teachers or prophets. That would be an extreme interpretation of what the Spirit was trying to communicate to us there. Because we also have other scriptures that tell us we need apostles, prophets, pastors, and teachers. But there's a powerful truth that scripture is trying to tell us. On your own, in your room, on your bed, while you are in the shower, while you are driving, when you feel like and when you don't feel like, you can operate in the Holy Ghost. They didn't have that kind of privilege. It has nothing to do with your feelings. In fact, Whenever you want to do what God is telling you to do and you don't feel like, particularly when you are in need, glory be to God, that is when you should the more do it. I can't tell you how many times I didn't feel like coming to church. Uh, Pastor, even you? Yes, Pastor, even me. I can't tell you how many times I didn't feel like preaching. I can't tell you. We don't go by our feelings anymore in the New Testament. It's not necessary. We go by what God has told us and we believe it. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. So he told them, yeah, my spirit that is upon you and my words 
which I have put in your mouth. Quick trivia question. Where is God's word? Somebody, where is God's word for you? I can't hear you. See, some of you think God's word is inside your Bible. He didn't say that here. Now we know God's word is inside the Bible. But God has gone further. I have put my words in your mouth. Let me hear somebody say God's word is in my mouth. Well, some of you say I don't know it. You don't have to know it. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the beauty. You see, the most important, I was listening to this as we were coming to church today. I was listening to a preacher and he was saying that again. The most, the, the most important and the most beautiful part of the New Testament now, it's not about the steps you take. Ah, I need to serve God. Hey, I need to give an offering. Hey, I need to come to church. Hey, I need to worship. And those things are good and we teach those things, but that's not the most important. The most important is for you to know that what God has given you to receive. That's the most important thing. Every other thing can come after. And God is telling you, I have put my words in your mouth already. Hallelujah. God has put his words in your mouth already. Say, God's word is in my mouth. Not only that, he said, I put my words in your mouth. And he said, this is what I want. It should not depart out of your mouth. And that's where the problem is for most of us. What does it mean that by it should not be part of your mind? So I want you to be speaking it. I want you to be speaking it. What I've put in your mouth and the spirit that I've put on your inside that you can get upon you, I want you to be, to, by that spirit, be speaking the words I've put in your mouth. It shall not be part of your mouth, nor of the mouth of your children. So start teaching your children to speak the word of God. And not only that, for those of you that have grandchildren, your children and your children's children, your descendants' descendants, it shall not depart from your mouth, says the Lord, from this time and what? Forevermore. Praise God. John 7, let's read that again. And this is what you need to be doing. This is what you need to be doing. Speaking by the Spirit. Speaking by the Spirit. In the midweek service, we looked at Joshua 1, 8 again. And we looked at Psalm 1, verse 3. And in those two texts, God told Joshua, first of all, and the psalmist reminded us, you should put the words of God. God told Joshua, meditate on it day and night. Meditate on it day and night. A big part of meditation is muttering, muttering. Be speaking my word in those two texts it refers to the law of the lord under the new testament god did not give us the law like he gave moses under the old testament what did god give us what he was telling them there in isaiah the spirit is what god has given us so when god told joshua to be meditating or to be muttering the law day and night and the psalmist also said the same thing what God expects is what Isaiah was saying there, that prophecy of Isaiah. I want you to be muttering day and night, glory be to God, the words that my spirit has put in your mouth. The, the spirit has put words in your mouth. 
and we do that by speaking in tongues that's the vehicle or the mechanism that we have today so John 7 37 the scripture tells us on the last day they had a feast then Jesus came to the feast the great day of the feast Jesus stood and verse 39 jump to verse 39 the Bible told us that what he was talking about was about the spirit this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him should or would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus had not yet been glorified he had not yet died on the cross so with Jesus's death on the cross and his ascension from the grave and all this was born out fully on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 the spirit has now been released upon the church and like I said a moment ago he now abides in us hallelujah so what Jesus said in verse 37 and 38 where he says if anyone thirsts let him come to me and drink and the Bible tells us he's, he's talking about the Holy Spirit he's not talking about drinking a bottle of coke he's not talking about drinking ice water he's talking about the Holy Spirit when there is a manifestation of thirst in your life where you want something what does it mean to thirst I, I want to be refreshed but I've not yet drank the water he taught a lot using metaphors and day-to-day -day life things that anybody that is ignorant he, he didn't teach like he was teaching a, a PhD class any human being understands thirst and that's how Jesus taught and that's how the Bible was written for the most part so that the least among us can understand it can I hear a loud amen so if I feel thirsty like I'm feeling thirsty now because of all the talking I've been doing since morning I know I, I want to drink something usually after service I will drink um, a drink or something when I go there it's a type of I want money I don't have it I want wisdom I'm in a situation I don't know exactly what to do but if I get something I will be able to deal with what is going on in my life right now if I get a cold drink this thirst I'm feeling will disappear if I get X amount of money I'll be able to pay the rent if I know exactly what to do that problem in the office I'll be able to deal with it if I know exactly what drug to take or what to do this sickness I can get away with it. if any man thirst let him come to me and drink he that believes we are back to believing again Romans 10 so that's so important believing in your heart he that believes in me as the scripture said out of his heart or out of his belly will flow rivers of living water hallelujah so what happens this, this gives us a picture of what happens when we are muttering by the Spirit speaking the words that the Spirit of God has put in our mouth first and foremost we are drinking somebody say I'm drinking you are quenching your thirst you are you are meeting a need in your life you need healing you need money you don't know what it is what do you need to do go to Jesus or go to the Holy Spirit and begin to speak those words hallelujah by faith 
Pastor, how can you speak like that? You don't know what you are saying. I believe. What do I believe? I believe God has put his spirit inside of me. I believe God has put his words inside my mouth. And by faith, I'm like, it's like I'm walking off this platform. I'm walking on air. I'm not walking off this platform. <laughs> that, that's what you're doing when you're praying in the spirit. You're walking on air. You're just operating on faith. It has been revealed to me that the Spirit of God dwells inside of me and he has put words inside my mouth. Sounds from heaven. Hallelujah. And when I, when, look, at, look at this picture Jesus is showing us here. When, I, when you are speaking it, first of all, it's like you are going, you don't even know you are meeting a need in your life. You are meeting a need. I mean, those of you that have done this for any reasonable period of time, is that the time? Okay, I'm closing. I'm closing. I have just one more scripture to get through today, then we'll close. Are you sure that's the time? Okay, we're worshiping all that time. One, one more scripture after this one. But anybody that has done this thing before, I mean, those, all you OGs in church that have been around for a long time, when you pray in the spirit, it still happened to me this morning. I won't tell you the details of the testimony because sometimes it even addresses mundane things. There's something, if a person that was talking to me about it yesterday, and by this morning, so long, the solution just showed up. I've now come to realize when you speak in the spirit like that, you, you, are, you are quenching your thirst. Sometimes it's days, weeks, sometimes months, and particularly for some big, big things, maybe years. One day the solution will just walk into your life. So look at what look at this picture here. You are quenching a thirst, number one. And anybody that speaks in this, and this is what I want you to do. And particularly, please hear me and hear me out. I'm talking to those of you that did not do it well this week. Stand in faith and day and night, everywhere you go, just be muttering. I, I did a lot of details about that in the midweek service on Wednesday. If you missed it, please go back to it. I don't want to take the time to do that again this morning. You are quenching a thirst. And number two, something is happening. A river is coming out of your life. Isaiah 47. And this is the last text, please. If you can slow down that clock, find a way. Do something about it. Ezekiel. Sorry, I said Isaiah. Ezekiel 47. I want you to see something and then we'll close today. Hallelujah. Please let me tell anybody, the answer is in your mouth. More miracles are in your mouth. More breakthroughs in your mouth. More mercies in your mouth. This is what I want you to understand. Anytime there's a thirst in your life and you need to be quenched, you need that thirst to quench, you need that need to be met, go and spend time muttering in the Spirit, speaking the words of the Spirit by faith, releasing the sound of heaven into your world. Did you get that? Is that simple enough? Can somebody promise me that you are not going to be like Eve this week and you allow the devil corrupt the simplicity of what we've shared? Hello? You see, when you are not doing simple things like, like muttering the spirit and speaking, you are like an Eve going to eat the fruit of a tree that God told you not to eat. And it's sad that's what most of us are doing. God has put his spirit inside of us. Please watch, watch this, watch this. God has given us a mechanism that when you are thirsty, speak by the Spirit. You need money, start by speaking by the Spirit. Most believers will not do that. They will rather send out 1,000 CVs, go to 1,000 job employment because...
That's what the world does. Ignore the one God told you. Eat of any tree here. But don't touch this one. God is saying, I put my spirit inside of you. I put my words. It will quench your thirst. And it will bring out a river of life in you. That's how you should meet your need. You are ignoring. You are, you are, doing, you are like Eve in the garden again. And what does it do? It will rob you of your glory. May that never be your portion. Simple thing. Joshua, come, come, come. You are now the leader. And this is what to do, Joshua. You don't need to go to any Bible school. You don't need to go to any theology. Put my word in your mouth and be muttering it day and night. You will know what to do. You will know what to do. I'm telling you, you will know what to do. And if what you need to do is to send out a thousand CVs, you send a thousand. If all you need to do is to send out three CVs, you will know what to do. If you will speak two things it will quench your thirst and it will bring a river that's what Isaiah says Isaiah 47 then he brought me back the same vision Isaiah does more detail than what Jesus did when Jesus said out of you will flow rivers of living water Isaiah gave us more picture and then John saw the same thing in Revelations. We won't do Revelations today. Maybe we'll do it during the week. But let's do Isaiah and then I will close. Hallelujah. Are you here? Is somebody with me? Is this still simple enough for you? Just muttering. You know, that's what we are doing. I just mashakada broko soto papa. And you can do it and be doing many other things. You can be driving and be muttering in the spirit. I, I love to do it on my bed. I'm lying on my bed and muttering in the spirit. And many times, I may not even know what I'm going to do next, but whenever I get myself in a situation, that I, need, I, I will just know what to do. Many, 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 many times. And when I get in the place where I, I, I'm still confused, I don't know what to do, it signals to me I need to spend more time what, quenching my thirst. See, a thirst has now showed up. Are you getting me? He brought me back to the door of the temple and there was water flowing from under the temple. This is what I want you to see. We are now the temple of the living God. Apostle Paul taught us that in the New Testament. This picture of that Ezekiel saw here that there was a physical church, it's now you and I, the born-again believer. Where does the Spirit reside? Inside of us. Now look at the first thing. The water is where? Inside the church. Under the church. The water there talks about the answers, the solutions, the miracles. Glory be to God. The water was flowing from under the threshold of the temple. You are carrying the fountains, the water, the river, like a church. You know, like we have today that you want to do a big conference. Everybody comes and people know that when I go to that meeting, I'm going to get a miracle. Or when I go for that, I'm going to get a miracle. That is true. But that's how you are every day. Hello? Can you hear what I'm saying? That's how you are on your own. You are, you are, you are like this temple that the waters are inside you. The healing is inside you. Hallelujah. The wisdom is inside you. Glory be to God. Watch something powerful Isaiah also taught us here. Hallelujah. Then he said, he took me to the front of the temple facing east. The water was flowing. Somebody say flowing. From under the right side of the temple towards the south of the altar. What is now needed is for you to get the water flowing. 
the, the, the miracles happen when it's it's like you know they say stagnant water it smells it stinks it loses life the water needs to be flowing and that's where this speaking and releasing and I want it to be a day to day, day and night thing. It's not something we do when we come to church or when we come for prayer meeting. Of course, it will flow when we come for prayer meeting and when we come to church. But God's admonition is do it day and night. Somebody say day and night. Hallelujah. So Isaiah said, he brought me and he saw the water flowing. And then it took him, verse 3 now, just because of time. I'm, I'm going to verse... I'm going to go to verse 11. I'm not going to read everything, but I want to bring out the main things. And many of you are familiar with it. Please, this is so important. So, the water was now flowing, and that's what you need to get to do. Many of you, the fountain on your inside is not flowing. It's not flowing because you are not speaking. You're not muttering day and night. And when the man, this angel or this spirit, went out towards the east with the line in his hand, he measured 1,000 cubits and he brought me through the waters and the water came to my ankles. So watch, please watch this. So Ezekiel said he noticed something about the water. There, there are all these things that the Bible will use these earthly symbols to show us how the Spirit operates. In Acts chapter 2, Luke said the Holy Ghost came and he sat like fire upon them. When you pray in the spirit and you mutter, fire speaks of intensity, fervency, heat. You need to be focused. You need to put your mind and your heart into what you're doing. If you are lackadaisical about it and you are not taking it seriously, you will not see the impact. That's where that fire symbolizes there. It doesn't mean you have to be screaming and shouting, but it means you need to be fervent. The earnest, heartfelt, fervent prayer of the righteous man is what makes power available that is dynamic and it's working James 5 tells us so he came to them they showed them look you have to be fervent about this thing that's when it will work here he said I noticed something about this water and this river when it it was flowing from the temple so the water needs to be flowing but I noticed something interesting we walked for about a thousand cubits, a, 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 a distance, and the water was about a thousand cubits. It reached just my ankle. And then we walked further, I noticed the water rose up. And then we walked further, I reached my knee, I noticed the water got to my waist. And then we walked further, and I noticed that the water now got to a point where I couldn't walk anymore. When it was just a thousand feet, it was on my ankle, I could walk through it. But the more we went further, the more it flowed and flowed. This is why someone starts speaking in tongues now. If you just start speaking in tongues one year, two years, someone like me that's been doing it for about 20 years, I'm deeper in it than you. You may be speaking like me, or you are using the same power, it's the same water, but you know when water is down, you can even kick the water. You know, go to Babbage and you play, you are, uh, the water is your mate. And that's why those of you that are new kids on the block, some of these things is, what are they saying? I'm not. But it's because you've only done a small level. Go further in this walk with me. It will rise to a place where you are beginning to lose control. Hello? You are now going deeper and deeper. It's now having more influence over your life. You go further again, it reaches your waist. 
you, you, the more you go in this walk, the more you go with it, it takes more and more. It gets to a point where you have totally lost control. And things that you know not of are just happening. That, that's the picture. And that's, that's the intention about the Holy Spirit. You need to go further. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? You need to allow it to go deeper and deeper. Don't pray one month and stop. Don't start what I'm telling you to do. And not you go deeper and a time will come. Hallelujah. It, you, you will see all these things talking about there. It got to a point where it was like a river that I could, verse 5. Again, it measured a thousand cubits and it was a river that I could not cross for the water was so deep. Water in which one must swim. A river that could not be crossed. When I just started my walk with it, I could cross it. Hallelujah. And then he said he brought me back to the temple. So he was teaching him how it works. The water is under here. You are carrying it. It's like a fountain inside you. Hallelujah. It needs to flow. If you stay in that temple where it's not flowing, you won't see the power. You will think it's not working. But if you allow it to keep flowing, going out of the temple, and this is why we need to be doing this in every area of our lives, and go deeper and deeper and deeper. Was it two or three years ago that the focus of our praying with Dr. K was deep waters? That's what Dr. K was trying to get. Let's go into the deep. Hallelujah. Verse 11. Glory, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Verse 12. Let me just do verse 12 because of time. Along the banks of the river, remember Jesus said, out of your belly, out of you, the temple, will flow rivers of living water. You will see its impact the further you go with it. Along the bank of the river, on this side and on that side, please watch what's going to happen to you when you begin to do this more and more. Will grow all kinds of trees used for food. Hallelujah. Somebody say all kinds of trees used for food. Their leaves will not wither. Remember someone? His delight is in the law of the Lord. In our own case, his delight is in the words of the Spirit. He meditates on it. He mutters it day and night. It shall be like a tree, what? Planted by the rivers of water. His leaves shall not wither. Glory be to God. When he says that river on other side, there are trees bringing food. That is supply. Hallelujah. That is provision. That is God meeting your needs. Glory be to God. Your leaves will not wither. That is healing refreshing rejuvenation hallelujah sickness and disease will not take over you their leaves will not wither nor their fruits it will not fail hallelujah watch let's keep reading there will bear fruit every month hallelujah if you will flow this river hallelujah flow it with intensity fire of the holy ghost Keep walking in it, consistent with it. Go deeper and deeper with it. Oh, you may be at a place where you are just ankle level. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. It, it becomes a river of life. This is what Jesus was saying. Jesus didn't go into all this, but Ezekiel shows us. When he says, out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. He's telling you that if you will allow what God has put inside of you, by the, what God, the spirit that God has put inside of you, if you allow him to flow out of you, and you do that with your mouth. Somebody say my mouth. Oh, hallelujah. These are the kind of things you'll be seeing in your life. 
they will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their leaves for what? Medicine. This thing will bring provision for you. It will bring healing for you. It will bring rejuvenation for you. It will bring manifestations and testimonies for you. He said every month you are bringing your fruits. Hallelujah. I prophesy over someone, everything heaven has ordained to comfort as fruit in your life in August, September, October, November, December. You will not miss out on it in Jesus' name. But watch what he's telling us here. And I believe all of us can identify with this. When this river does not flow, when we don't allow out of our bellies the channels to open up and to flow, the fruits we are supposed to be manifesting, we will not see them. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. Because we now know what to do. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Please let me look at a neighbor. Say the answer is in your mouth. Speak the words that God has put in your mouth. By the Spirit that God has put in your heart. Rise on your feet. Lift your hands to heaven. Bless God this morning. Take a minute to just bless him. Bless him. Bless him. Come on, bless him. If I were you, I will speak words that God has put in my mouth. I will release the sound of heaven in my mouth. And I will do it. The preceding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at King's Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun. Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.